Hi everyone, it's uh, Daniel from Venture Poland Podcast. First thing I would like to say is obviously it's been a while since I've recorded last um, episode. Unfortunately, I was quite busy with some international travel and as well holidays and also uh, my guests who promised to take part in the podcast. They did ask for some uh, more time to uh, prepare themselves and it's just because of the holiday season, I think, it wasn't really convenient for them to do the recordings. So I do have a lineup and I do have some uh, interesting ideas on how to create new episodes. Today's episode is going to be without a guest because I do have uh, one interesting topic to touch on. And I think it is going to be uh, very valuable for everyone, as it is uh, strongly connected with sales. So in principle, any company should be aware of the things that I'm going to talk about today. Okay, I'm going to play the intro and then we will uh, crack on with some uh, LinkedIn insights, which I collected over the last few months. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Venture Poland Podcast. My name is Daniel Czachorowski and my goal is to promote Poland as a great partner for any business venture, especially when it comes to technology. In my podcast, I interview Polish entrepreneurs, startups, managers and engineers and share some of their best insights and expertise so we can all learn from them. Okay, first things first. I'm not an expert in LinkedIn. I'm not an expert in um, social media or anything like that. Although I do have quite a bit of experience and uh, the experience comes mainly from Facebook where I have created together with my wife an interesting brand for a very niche market which is speech and language therapy. I will talk about this uh, later in other episodes probably uh, because it's a very very interesting case study. But talking about uh, LinkedIn, I'm not an expert. I uh, have created my profile long time ago for the purpose that I think all other people created it for, which is uh, basically a CV. But in the end today, we all know that LinkedIn is not just a CV base. It's a, a proper business social network. And I will try to show you, I will try to convince you that it actually works and it works really, really well, taking into consideration what I've done, how little I've done and uh, what results I did get from, from it, I did achieve. So I hope that the list of things uh, I'll bring up in this recording is really going to help someone. Don't take my word for it. Um, I will bring some examples, I will bring some interesting thoughts here uh, so we can hopefully justify the time spent on this recording, spend listening to me to do some uh, LinkedIn work. Before I start sharing my observations, before I start sharing what I know about LinkedIn and how it worked so far for me, I would like to share some numbers with you, I would like to share some facts uh, to make sure that you can compare it to what you do, what's uh, already been done by your sales and marketing team. So as a matter of fact, I have 
created 13 episodes. I've distributed them over LinkedIn and other platforms as well, including my blog. I have written probably around 50 comments. I've done some posts as well. I've written some articles on LinkedIn and also I have invited quite a lot of people, probably around 100 to 150 people on LinkedIn uh, with a dedicated note asking them whether they know any interesting companies that I could talk to uh, in my podcast. The reason I'm saying this is because I genuinely think that this is almost nothing. And by saying nothing, I mean it is seriously very simple to create meaningful content on LinkedIn. It doesn't take much time. Obviously, podcast takes a lot of time. But when it comes to basic actions like simple messages and comments, creating very short posts, no one should really have any excuses because it really takes little time, especially when you are running your own sales team or you're a salesperson or you're running your uh, small business or medium business. The results I got from my simple strategies are really uh, good, I would say. And when I share with you what I've done, then hopefully all the pieces of the puzzle will uh, come together for you and you will really appreciate the fact that you have a tool that is uh, really available for anyone and it's very simple to use. Okay, let's start now. Uh, first of all, the decision makers are getting younger and what I mean by that is the managers I used to work with, they're getting promotions, okay? So they are climbing up the ladders in their organizations, regardless of the size of the organization. So people of age of 30, 40, they use LinkedIn and Facebook and other uh, apps. They are active mobile phone users. They don't use it just to call people, but they are actively use software which is dedicated to help them manage their projects, communicate with the team, communicate with clients, etc. So it is a toolkit that they have in their pocket. So what this means, the managers are climbing up the ladder of their organizations. They have more influence, obviously. So it is great opportunity to be able to contact them directly uh, via LinkedIn. You can share what you do. You can share your uh, achievements. You can share your insights. You can comment. Some people may think that LinkedIn is a CV library, but believe me or not, it starts to uh, really uh, resonate with people. People get engaged in uh, meaningful conversations there, and I'm going to show you some examples um, in a moment, and obviously you can see the examples in the blog post as well. Another reason is that you can contact highly influential people within the organization, which are not the decision makers. So imagine a situation if that specific person worked for the company for some time, he has the influence not only over his peers and the team, but also in general on the organization. Maybe he's even responsible for creating the strategy or uh, he's responsible for certain department. So reaching out to that specific type of people who are not the decision makers, but they can influence on the decisions you can still engage with them you can still sell products and services you can try to create a meaningful relationship and uh, i think that's uh, the way 
any business development activities work. For example, I consider my podcast leads pipeline, which is probably around 50 companies right now, as a sales activity. I do the same exact things like I would do for any sales role I would encounter. So I have my list of prospects and I contact them via different channels. And to be honest with you, LinkedIn is the number one for me and it really, really works well. Another thing is that uh, the tool is free. Okay, I know it sounds simple, but if you think about it, normally when you do marketing and when you do sales, there is a direct cost associated with this type of activity. And if you think about the fact that when you register your LinkedIn account, you normally do it with your personal and private email. So if you message someone on LinkedIn, the message goes directly to his private email and not the work email, then suddenly you start realizing that the toolkit you've got is quite, quite interesting uh, and with a bit of creativity, a lot can be done at a fraction of a cost uh, or even at zero cost. Another reason, just to convince you even more, if you think about history of Google and uh, maybe YouTube or uh, other uh, big platforms, they in the end become search engines in some way, obviously. If you double check all the platforms and if you really list down uh, what is the activity of your uh, competition, I really think that for 90% of companies, uh, the answer is going to be it's uh, close to zero. So why would you not take the advantage of all the free tools that are out there and um, put out information about the company, about your services, about what you do? in a way that it's obviously uh, comfortable for uh, the users and uh, understandable by uh, your potential partners in business. Because if someone is going to search, he will find you and your company just because other companies uh, don't do it properly. So this is the time to do it before the competition. Everyone is talking about how to gain advantage over the competition and the tools are there. But just because we are very uncomfortable with change, I mean, this is a part of uh, changing uh, your sales strategy, adapting your sales strategy to uh, what the world expects from companies and what the world brings in the form of tools like LinkedIn. So the answer here is to do some more investigation and to create appropriate information in certain channels, okay? LinkedIn is a sales channel, but it has to be managed well. And I can guarantee you that for 90% of the companies, from my understanding, when I do my research, they barely touch the possibilities of uh, what the platform can um, address and what the platform can give them. And yet another interesting example for you, why you should use LinkedIn. If you have your profile up and running, if it's spot on with the information about you and your company, then you are more likely to receive messages directly from potential partners. I did receive quite a few messages. Some of them were 
about sea level roles in uh, startups other were more focused on consulting and i know that these messages were a direct result of my actions that i committed on linkedin so everything that i have spoken about up to this point and other things that i will discuss in a moment i have prepared a couple of messages in my blog post so we can see the actual content and that's pretty much it it is really simple as that the last reason why to use linkedin i would like to highlight here is uh, the actual attention of your contacts uh, the attention of people who receive your messages it is really really high if you write a message directly to a person it is very likely if he uses linkedin that he will reply even with a simple yes or no but normally it leads to a meaningful conversation if you want and also if you dig in deeper to the marketing platform that linkedin offers the click-through ratio is really high it is around 80 percent for a simple campaign that i've done and the campaign was nothing else than a question whether the person the receiver he knows any interesting polish technology companies that i could talk to and i could invite them for my podcast so i had 80 percent click-through ratio and imagine having that for your normal work email it's almost unheard of and the price was around 10 euro cents per message so it was really nothing so i have prepared the example in my blog post you can have a look at the results of my campaign it's really nothing it was just an experiment so it is really there to show you the possibilities and to convince you even more that linkedin is probably something you should try and uh, you should explore okay uh, the final thing i have prepared is a to-do list and i've made it for myself i've made it as well for you because i think it's very important to share this kind of information and again remember i'm not an expert i've tried a couple of things and they did work for me so hopefully you will be able to take that into account for your uh, sales and marketing strategy uh, first of all obviously fill in your profile it is super easy it takes literally half an hour to do that uh, just look at mine linkedin is actually configured in a way that uh, it will tell you what to do next so put all the important information like your certifications or projects or some pictures in the corresponding section uh, linkedin will help you out with that another one is uh, to follow relevant topics and people i think that's very important because then you get the material to comment on so if something pops up and if it's of interest to you then you can add your two cents and you can reply to comments if you have the knowledge and if you see a relevant for you piece of content then reply simple as that people will like it people sometimes will ignore it but sometimes they will engage with you and you never know when it's going to be and who will do that if you spend half an hour every second day that's going to be dramatically more than anyone else from your competition i can guarantee you no one uses linkedin that way in the future everyone is going to do that another point on the list is to connect with people you don't know but you can potentially start conversation with so when you try to connect with someone 
uh, LinkedIn gives you an option to create a note, a personalized message, or just simple standard message, which goes along the lines of, uh, hi, uh, my name is Daniel, and I would like to connect with you on LinkedIn. So obviously, if you put that message there, which is going to be contextualized towards your business or the business of that specific person, then you have higher chances of getting through to that person and to that organization. Oh, that was a question. Okay. <laughs> a nice note when you... There is people. another thing I would recommend to do, which is a 50 euro coupon from LinkedIn. You can find it on the website or sometimes it pops up as an advertisement. Uh, just click on it and you will get 50 euros for free in-mail marketing. Another simple thing to do is to ask your colleagues and co-workers and employees to use LinkedIn in the same way. So, for example, ask them to comment for to comment on the relevant topics, relevant discussions for them and for the business. Uh, let's say half an hour every day or half an hour every second day. No one's doing that. And I really strongly believe that such a simple uh, method can really bring up the brand and product awareness across the whole industry if it's executed properly. I do not have any experience with LinkedIn Premium. I may have some experience in the future. I did not purchase that option yet, so I'm not going to comment on this. Uh, but my final thought on uh, LinkedIn uh, to-do list would be to make sure that your messages and anything you do is always contextualized and it always makes sense. Um, so just to give you an example, and I see quite a lot of companies doing it wrong, that companies use LinkedIn as a place for banner ads. And I really, really think that's a very bad idea because everyone is pretty much always surrounded by banner ads, whether it's in newspapers or if it's on websites, or maybe even when you drive your car, you look at some advertisements on the buildings. As humans, we are really done with them. And that's why when you do LinkedIn content, in my opinion, it should always be relevant to you, your organization, but not in the way that you are always trying to sell something and you're always promoting your products. Okay, we're done. That's my list finished now. I hope you did enjoy this episode. I'm planning to obviously extend that topic in the future. I will see how it goes with my other LinkedIn ideas and how well it's going to work over the next couple of months. As I said, I may try with some premium features. I can't really comment right now because I haven't used them. And yes, please let me know in comments. Please let me know what you think so far of my podcast. Next episode, I promise, is going to be with uh, a guest. And hopefully my pipeline, which was created via LinkedIn, will grow. And you will hear and see the results of my uh, work. Because to be honest with you, it is not a simple thing to run a podcast, especially if it's sort of a hobby. So please keep your fingers crossed. Let me know what you think. And I'll see you next time.